Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. With your host, Pastor Jeremy Maynard. You know his motto. He's excited to be alive. The Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in five, four, three, two, one. You ready? Let's get the conversation started. Yes. From the futility 
to the utility, not just for ourselves but for others. Help us to be that light set on the hill. Dads who care, mothers who care, parents who care, leaders who care, who do well, walking in the right thinking, doing the things that cause growth in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in moral purity. We thank you, Lord, for victory that causes us to lead by service, to transform others from bitter to better. We thank you in the master's name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Hey, Elder Ron, listen, man, you know, uh, 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 we have to promote purpose personally. It has to be relational. You know, positivity, Mm -hmm. potential, and possibilities are powerful when properly proposed. Metamorphosis occurs progressively as practice makes. Perfect, that means mature. Whether you are a father, mother, guardian, leader, you cannot expect the best unless you see and encourage the best in others. So we're going to get a popping on this incredible podcast that you can hear on any podcast platform as we discuss the importance of honor, encouragement, accountability, and reconciliation, H-E-A-R, hearing that fosters wisdom consistency and diligence in others. Yes, Elder Ron, Elder Ron, when you hear this, and you read this title, when, when God gave this to me, we prayed about it this morning. We were actually supposed to have our discussion that we put that we put on multiple medias uh, in, in the morning. We call it good conversation. Really, it's great conversation, but we call it good conversation, uh, good wholesome stuff that we talk about. But we, we decided to make the show what we would normally talk about during the day. And that transformation is not only for ourselves, but to inspire, to encourage, to motivate others to be transformed. So let's, let's have that. And why is it so vital that as a dad, a leader, a mother, a parent, that we help transform others from bitter to better? Interesting uh, question. Great one, of course. (laughs) I can say a couple words. Six words. Multi-generational nature of your purpose. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. It's a a baton to be passed down. Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead. That's for you. You know, it, it is, you know, he, he, when he tells us that he pours water on him who is thirsty and floods on the dry ground, he says, I will pour my spirit on your descendants and my blessing on your offspring. And that's mm-hmm. Isaiah 44. So the key, he says, your offspring. So what does that mean for you? If you don't properly put yourself in position for him to do what he needs to do you, then you can't prepare the offspring, your descendants, your children, and your mm-hmm. children's children to receive from him. Yes. Yes. See, you know, we, we, it's inappropriate, you know, when we, we try to uh, uh, evaluate things based on ourselves, just us. That's a mm. selfishness. Mm. Amen. You know, as men, everything we do, 
we need to be looking beyond us. Mm. We need to be looking yes. to the future. Because he, he tells us in Second Peter 1, 3 that his divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who calls us by his own glory and goodness. But the key part of that whole verse right there is through our knowledge of him. Mm-hmm. What is he saying? If he's given us everything, that means everything. That means spiritual. That means physical. That means mental. That means emotional. The key is we stay connected to him. You know, mm-hmm. one of the things that brothers, a lot of times, and people in general get frustrated and get so, so, you know, pulled out of the joint is most people, they, they, they stay the same is that they live in the same known path that they're looking to move away from. Mm. Go forward if you're constantly looking behind you. Exactly. If you're constantly looking down at where your feet are planted and you're scared for them to move. You know, mm. they're stuck living in this present existence with no hope for the future, no vision for the future, no understanding that they were made for a purpose to accomplish something in this earthly realm. With all those gifts and abilities and talents that were given to them, most of them, 80% of them, if not, well, I'll say 60, I'll be, you know, give a little flexibility. 60% to maybe even more have no yeah. idea why they are. So if yeah. you don't know who you are, what you going to teach your children about being who they are? Yes. Yeah, yeah that, comes with the, that comes with the do, do, do what I say, not what I do. <laughs> it, it, it comes with that. It comes with in the uh, uh, environment. Um, the influence of environment, the influence of others around you, the mm-hmm. the environment of, of the way you have been taught and trained. I don't mm-hmm. like to use the word raised. Raised to me reminds me that when you raise cattle. Well, Lean well, well, in the raising. I look at it differently. Even if you read it in the mandate, we say raised means to elevate. So you want them at a higher yeah, level, well, a higher plane would, than you see yeah. yourself. Yeah. Well, so, me, so I probably use that look at yeah. yeah, but most people, they understand the word raise. But, you know, some, some of us, they understand words. Sometimes we get a little funny about certain words. We say, oh, I don't want to use But then you got to think about the context in which you're using it in as well. Yeah. But you know, thinking of the way that we are, are taught and trained through family traditions mm-hmm. plays a big factor in our ability to, to move forward, our ability to accomplish things, as well mm-hmm. as our lack of ability to move forward. We yeah. take on some of the trends of family members, specifically our mothers and fathers, mm-hmm. and and we get into a position where we can really, you know, articulate things from a broader perspective. But our own thinking, can we find where they mm-hmm. did good and where they didn't do so good? Right, right, right. You know, traditions, traditions come from our mothers yeah. and fathers. But you know something? Sometimes the quiet, secret things, the popular and trendy things come from our sisters, brothers, and friends. Oh, absolutely. That's yes. where we, we talk about the peer pressure. Um, yes. That's where most of the time that comes from. And that's what at a certain age begins to impact us more than anything, everything else. And matter of fact, that's the very thing that, that clashes with and, conf- and, and, and kind of a, a conflicts with what you are being taught at home. Especially yes. if you're getting the kind of thing at home that's going to bring you up right. You know, the things out there in the world are running contrast to that. And now you're trying to battle the, do I follow my friends? Do I follow what I'm learning out here? 
uh, or do I, I, I do what I'm supposed to do? And if I do that, then I'm going to they like to say, the kids say, oh, oh you're going to look, you're going to be a lame if you do that. Or, or am I going to be popping cool if I go with everybody else? Even though I know deep down inside what they're doing is absolutely wrong. Yeah. So yeah. We, have to, we have to, if the foundation is strong, we're going to go through that. That's a part of life. It, it just, it is what it is. Um, right. I don't know any person that has come up from being a child up that didn't have peer pressure. But it, it, at some point, something is going to become the champion of your life, yeah. one or the other. And right. and you pray that it's going to be what was solidified in you. And some of them, we go through some stuff and look shaky, and we got the parents going, whoa, it's me. What's going on with my child? But then all of yeah. a sudden, we come out of it. It's like a ship coming yeah. out the storm and coming on, mm-hmm. the, on the calm sea. Right. And it, the ship had to navigate in the storm. Exactly. So, so do we have to navigate through life to get on the other side. Yep. So, so we, we we're gonna go to a break, and uh, we're gonna get to chopping it up about encouraging someone to pursue their purpose. Uh, I have seven ways that 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 that, that are important, and we look at it in a couple of uh, different angles, a couple of different ways, but. We're going to get back to this, and we will be right back after these messages. One of the initiatives here at Furthering Fathering is to raise awareness around sickle cell disease. Help us to be a blessing to sponsor 10 kids from ages 7 to 17 to Camp New Hope in July 2023. Brought to you by the Sickle Cell Foundation of Georgia. Registration opens soon with the cost of $150 per child. Help further and father and sponsor at least 10 kids. You can be a blessing today by visiting our website to make a donation at www.furtheringfathering.org. Click the donate button and choose Sickle Cell Camp. Make a donation of any amount, but our goal is to at least raise $1,500 which will cover the cost of 10 kids. The research-based curriculum, Getting to the Heart of Fathers, Five Core Principles Workbook introduces the five core principles of furthering fathering, and it makes them practical. The acronym principles, which form the word H-E-A-R-T, heart, are honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Along with your consultation, The curriculum can be taught in a variation of sessions, virtually and in person, according to need. For more, contact us at www.furtheringfathering.org. Email us at info at furtheringfathering.org or call us at 888-380-3370. Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit havenchurchofny.org. Let's get the conversation started. Yes, the brothers are back in the building. Further and farther in radio. Being the dad or leader that helps to transform better the better in others. We were just discussing on the other end uh, the, the you know, ways of, uh, of dealing with purpose that 
many are so many are, are blind to their own purpose because they're distracted by the the deluge of propaganda, the deluge of fleshly enticement of uh, of self-centeredness being promoted as though independence actually exists when we are designed by relationship for relationship. Yes, so so we were discussing on the other end, encouraging others to pursue their purpose. So I'm going to let you uh, chop it up a little bit, and we have a hand raise. Six six zero six. How you doing today? How you doing today? Oh, I'm doing all right. How about you? Excited to be alive. Well, what's your name and where are you? Montana. Oh, Montana. It's good. It's good to hear your voice. It's good to hear your voice. So we, we were talking about being that dad or leader that helps transform from bitter to better. There's so much. It's like a deluge of negativity. Um, how do we? And what are some of the best practices in your thought and in your experience, and even beyond your experience, if you that has been impressed on you by about uh, the spirit of Most High that that would be ideal for us to help promote purpose in others. And I'm, uh, 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 um, and, you know, please, you know, state how you know the ways that this could be done, especially from the form of leadership, whether it be fatherhood, motherhood, uh, or, or even coach or guardian. Well, that's a good question. I mean, well, if you're a coach, you're um, you're hired to be a coach, but even then, people don't listen to you. When I was um, in business, I was hired to introduce new practices to this particular company, and as soon as I was hired, they told me, "Well, Joe, we just don't do that here." So I, you know, I ran my head up against the wall. But okay, in terms of being a, a father or a leader, now I have no problems whatsoever. If I were to meet a very strong woman, if she had ethics and morals, if she were, let's say, somebody who had a 200 IQ, was dynamic, and she had a lot of morals and ethics, integrity, and sensitivity, if she wanted to take over the reins in certain areas, I would say, go ahead. It wouldn't bother me or my ego at all if she were qualified to do so, and if her ego wouldn't see me as um, too much of an acquiescent man after a while. Mm-hmm. But first, but to answer your question more pointedly, how do we do that? <clears throat> See, that's that's a very good question because so many people have trauma, mm-hmm. and when a person has trauma, they may not even realize that uh, what the trauma is doing is sabotaging their own relationships. So sometimes, yeah. even if the man is a good, yeah. So if he's a good father, and if he's trying to reconcile with his wife, for example. And he's giving her the love and appreciation that she deserves. Her trauma might sabotage that and say to herself, either she knows it or she's doing it unwittingly. The other shoe is going to drop soon, and I better do something to do to stop it now, which means sabotaging it, which means for her to become from Mrs. Jekyll to Mrs. Hyde. So it's very, very hard to conquer that. Because all of us have a certain amount of trauma. And and I'm not saying trauma because we were 
um, abused or molested or anything like that, but simply growing up in life and having our experiences as teenage boys and girls, uh, meeting other teenage boys and girls, we don't always get our way. We get disappointed, we get confused, um, and we act in ways to protect ourselves. So that's a form of trauma as well. Mm -hmm. But, see, that's the question that I want answered. How does somebody, because you also mentioned self-centeredness, which I'm glad you did, because I've always Mm -hmm. said that one of the... um, the reasons why people don't get along is because of selfishness. Me, myself, and I, your money is my money. Yes, I'm beautiful, and you're lucky to have me. So that's self-centeredness. Yes. All right? Yes. So for me to conquer trauma, I don't – what I do in in my own personal um, experiences is I set up boundaries. Yes. I wish I had the perfect recipe for a good relationship. But I do have the recipe how to get out of one, how to recognize it, and how to get out of it. You set up boundaries. You have an agreement with your mate that if he or she crosses these boundaries within a certain period of time and and almost refuses to reconcile, even though she has agreed that these boundaries are necessary, Mm -hmm. then I say, okay, four strikes, you're out. (laughs) <laughs> Goodbye, hasta la vista, see ya. So that's my solution. It's not really what I call the perfect solution because it doesn't really help people to reconcile. But there are some – most people don't know how. So that's my uh, – those are my philosophies. Understood, understood. And why I would uh, go in a, sli- in a different direction is because uh, when we're talking about uh, leadership, it's not merely our desire for that person, because though uh, there may be line steppers and those who break boundaries, uh, uh, the power of reconciliation, it's, it's like the healing of a bone is stronger where, well, from a break. Of the, the area that is actually healed and reconnected is actually stronger than the rest of the bone. So there's something about the situativeness of grace, of uh, of the, the, of uh, learning how to get by the, the, the flaw and dealing because true leadership as along with true love has a, an aspect of, of adjusting so that the unconditional nature of it can thrive because it's not always my way or the highway otherwise you're going to see a lot of people on the exit <laughs> right so here's some here's some some ways that that that, um, that that can help. Now, there is it's not foolproof because some people are just fools. <laughs> it's not foolproof. the first one. The first one is listening actively and emphatically. You see, uh, when you listen actively, um, you can hear. See, it's easier to. See the flaws earlier and uh, be able to adjust to them and cause adjustment and, and create realistic expectation. Because a person who's dealt with trauma is not going to immediately, uh, they may immediately, because it sounds like a great idea at first, they may immediately agree. But it doesn't mean that they're, that they're not going to test those boundaries, or especially 
in an emotional situation because in emotional situations, that's when trauma shows up. It hides in the weeds, ready to pounce uh, when uh, uh, it waits for that emotional high-pitched moment for it to come out. And, And that's why our souls are designed the way God made our souls. He gave us a will first. The will is what's responsible. Whoever makes the decision is the one in charge. The, the, the librarian is the mind. It holds everything, good, bad, and indifferent. But then the emotions are our connection to the outer world. And sometimes it brings in things that, that, that buck against the will. Ultimately, the will has to make the choice. So emotions are not bosses. Emotions are informants. And they, you can stick to your decision uh, without throwing out the baby with the bathwater. In other words, you can appease your emotions to your own detriment. Sometimes the wisest mm-hmm. is the long game. He says, all things work together for good for those who love God, for those who call according to his purpose, which is why you have to, 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 to there has to be, the reason you got together with this woman to, have, to start a family and have children, there was a positivity about it. That is, that is the end game. That is what the focus is. So your listening actively and intently will cause you to not, as it says in James, it says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. You see, we justify so many things by giving anger uh, power of attorney (laughs) and and justifying our errors or, or nullifying others, usually hypocritically, usually hypocritically, because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, right? So usually the boisterous angry one is using the anger as a mascara, as, uh, and that mascara doesn't make them look beautiful. It actually is clown face mascara, and you, and you start looking silly, and, and you don't realize that you're looking silly in, in the process. So to answer the question... <laughs> We, 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 we have to, the, the first thing, that faith cometh by hearing. So faithfulness is attached to listening. Faithfulness is attached to listening. So we have to be, to, to emphasize, we have to not ignore their struggles uh, 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 to emphasize our struggles. We have to understand that both come into a relationship no matter the age, the style of relationship, both come to the relationship with trauma, just as he said. So it's also developing and communicating that you are listening. But also, you have to continue the conversation and not operate in silent expectation. You have to continue in conversation. So that they, you have to make sure they're listening, too. <laughs> right? So, so that's one, one aspect. And, oh, my goodness, time is flying. We must go to... Another commercial, and we'll be right back. One of the initiatives here at Furthering Fathering is to raise awareness around sickle cell disease. Help us to be a blessing to sponsor 10 kids from ages 7 to 17 to Camp New Hope in July 2023. Brought to you by the Sickle Cell Foundation of Georgia. Registration opens soon with a cost of $150 per child. Help further and father and sponsor at least 10 kids. You can be a blessing today by visiting our website to make a donation 
at www.furtheringfathering.org. Click the donate button and choose Sickle Cell Camp. Make a donation of any amount, but our goal is to at least raise $1,500, which will cover the cost of 10 kids. The research-based curriculum, Getting to the Heart of Fathers, Five Core Principles Workbook introduces the five core principles of furthering fathering, and it makes them practical. The acronym principles, which form the word H-E-A-R-T, heart, are honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Along with your consultation, the curriculum can be taught in a variation of sessions, virtually and in person according to need. For more, contact us at www.furtheringfathering.org. Email us at info at furtheringfathering.org or call us at 888-380-3370. Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit HavenChurchOfNY.org. Let's get the conversation started. Yes, yes, yes. The brothers, the dads, the leaders are back in the building, further and further in the radio. Being the dad or leader that helps to transform bitter to better in others. We have, we're having a great mm-hmm. conversation with our brother from Montana, Ron and I. I'm here in New York. Ron is in, in ATL. And um, we were just talking about active listening because that's the first process, part of the – it's not only the first part of – because we allow our loins to lead, that's where a lot of errors come in. We have to allow mm-hmm. our ears to filter, uh, our minds to filter what we hear. So uh, a part of the vetting process, before you even get into relationships, is you're listening. Uh, you're listening. You must listen. You must listen. Most of our errors come from us not listening, either not listening to directions, listening to, to, to instructions, listening to trauma, listening to drama, <laughs> and, and, mm-hmm. and not filtering it to know which direction we should go. Um, there is power in positivity. There's power in potential and there's power in possibility. But when yep. we listen, we we start to understand their goals, their values, and their fears, whether it be as the listener, as the caller uh, stated, Joe stated, that you know, they may break what they said they agreed to, which is why certain dynamic relationships, specifically marriage, is a covenant, not a contract. Covenant mm-hmm. is different than contract. Covenant is not designed for out clauses. Contracts are. Uh, uh, one is a, a contractual relationship is a business relationship. A covenant relationship yep. is a love relationship. Different criteria, different dynamics, which is why the listening ear must hear who you're talking to. Are you talking to a contract person 
an expecting covenant or you're talking to a covenant person and your expectation is contract. So that's where there's a lot of butting the head, right? Um, also, go, go, go ahead, go ahead, Ron. I hear you. I hear you. He's coming out of your ears. <laughs> you just went there. <laughs> You just you went to the end and you came back and you started going back to the end again. You just went there. <laughs> that's the that's the total key right there. My brother had a great point, but all the time he was talking, you know what was in my head and in my heart? What? Communications. Yes. If you don't have communications, you don't have anything. It's not and, a order, and communication doesn't start when you get before the the, the pastor or the minister or the judge, however it is you do your marriage vows, and then you start from there. It starts long before there. Yes. It starts from the very moment that you sit down and have a conversation with that individual and then with you. Yes. You got to ask the kind of questions that if you see this person as the potentially someone that you could, as we like to say, spend the rest of our life with, then you got to change up the way you're thinking as a man. We know we as men and I think Steve Harvey said it in his book many years ago. It was very profound. He said, when men look at a woman, they look at her in two, two positions, short-term and long-term. And to clarify those two, two positions, short-term means that he's looking at you for one thing and one thing only. That's all you represent to him because you have projected yourself in such a way that it sends a message to him the silent communications that that's what this is going to be about unless you can change his way of thinking. The long term is someone that's walking in the door looking a certain way, projecting that I am long term. Their conversation is I am long term. Everything about them says I'm prepping myself for a relationship that is going to have not a contract but a covenant. That man will look at that woman differently. He will treat her differently. He will operate differently around her. But the key is when you sit down and have that beginning of that conversation with her, there's certain questions that should be asked that are going to give you some understanding. It's going to tell you where this could could have the potential to be headed and just as strongly where you don't want it to head. And if you see someone that right now doesn't seem to have the vision for that long term, why would you want to continue in that situation of trying to get them somewhere where they're not ready to go? Right. It right. seems like you're, you're getting ready to create something that you're not going to be happy with in long term because they, right. didn't, they didn't come to sit down for that. They came for right now, what we're doing here, and maybe tomorrow and for a couple months, and then I'll figure out what else I'm going to do. Uh-uh. No. Nah. Yes. That's yes. not going to work. What, 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 That's never going to work. What it is is also we're in a immediate gratification society where oh, um, the, the overcoming from bitter to better, it means cancellation. It means mm-hmm. uh, 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 divesting, divorce, and every die, die, mm-hmm. division, all, all those things that uh, mm-hmm. DIV, right? Uh, yeah, oh, not DIV. Yes, yes. Yeah. Guess so, what? So, the thing I just said is called preventive. Yes. It allows you to protect yourself yes. physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Mm-hmm. If you know how to have that kind con- first thing I told a lot of sisters when I talked to them, I said, mm-hmm. first thing on the agenda, 
stop letting the guys say, can I take you to dinner? Come on, man. Tell him, let's go have coffee. Why? Why should he spend money on an expensive dinner to find out that you two don't have nothing in common and you're going to wind up can't stand each other walking away from the table? Have some coffee and make that determination. Yes, See, yes, that dinner, yes. unfortunately, has some connotations that mm-hmm. sometimes people think comes with it because yes. of the way society projects that in ways that, to your point, in movies and other ways that suggest that if we have dinner, then that means you have to do this. Or if I take you to the movies, that means you have to do this. Or, right. or if I'm with you here and, and for the guy, the girl says, well, let's go to the mall. Why am I going to the mall with you? I know we ain't going sightseeing at the mall. There's too many other places we can go to sightsee. Right, right. You know, when we going to the mall, he wants right. to know, well, that can get you to spend some money on me. Exactly. So that tells you that her mind is not correct to begin with already. So exactly. you, you, why would you go any further? You stop it right there and, and let that all soft and go on about your business. You know, <laughs> it's just certain things depending on where you have been trained in your yeah. mindset, in your heart to accept yes. certain things with you being comfortable. That's why mm-hmm. most of these relationships have so much, you know, help to scalp them and so much unbalance because yes. they started off on the wrong plane. Exactly. You know, and, and people, when I say this to people, of course, as you know, Jeremy, I was married yes. for 34 years. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. One second, one second, one second, one second, one second. Let's serve, please. Yes, to a queen, to a queen. And the only reason why I'm not that today is because she's in heaven. But nevertheless, those 34 years, I can say to people, were the best years of my life. And it just was the, the, the foundation for where I'm going now. Because in those 34 years, I found out who I was. Um, she found out who she was. We molded that together, and we projected mm-hmm. a life that allowed us to go together as one, mm-hmm. two single individuals, 100% of whole, because there's no such thing as two halves coming together and make a whole. That's not the way God created you. That's another one of them worldly things. You know, it's two people, 100%, combining together as a union to make something powerful and life-changing happen with them coming together. And if you don't have that mindset, you're already on the wrong, 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 wrong foot. You know, so it allowed me to see things from a different perspective. So now when I'm single now, Mm-hmm. My way of looking at things when it comes to the opposite of me, the female, mm-hmm. is the yes. same way it was then. There are certain things, criteria mm-hmm. that you have to meet before we yes. even do anything. That's why a cup of coffee is important because that's when I'm going to ask those questions. That's when yes. I'm going to get in those conversations with you. And I'm going to yes. listen to not just what you're saying, but what I said to you earlier. I'm going to listen yes. to the inflections in your voice. I'm going to watch your body language. I'm going to yes. listen for the things you're not telling me. Because you're yeah. going to let me know things about where you came from, why you're where you are, where you're looking to go, why you're not where you want to be, what yeah. challenges you have dealt with, and how you came out of them, and what yeah. has it done to make your life better. Because it's yeah. going to let me know that you're ready to move into a certain place. Yeah. Because if yeah. you're not ready, I can't pull you there. you yeah. got to come ready. It, 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 it is powerful because because it's not just, and I, I, I wish Joe was still on it because he brought up a valid point. 
to take people from bitter to better, there has to be a placing of trauma on the table. If you're with somebody who's awesome, uh, great cook, great in bed and all this stuff, but you cannot share your trauma with them, you're not really in a relationship. You're exactly. Not, that's why they promote dating over marriage because you get to be fake in dating and get yeah. luck yeah. out of your system in dating. Marriage is different yeah. where you have to deal with the truth, right? So, so you, do you picture, and this is how you take transform from bitter to better, is this someone can share my, share my, not unload on, but share my trauma with, right? Is this someone mm-hmm. who will love me despite my trauma? Is this someone I love despite their trauma, right? That's where unconditional comes in, right? So being a dad or a leader that helps transform, yes, he brought up a valid point because he was talking about the, 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 the first relationship God made, which is a marriage relationship, the, the man and woman. Right? But when you're talking about your child now, your child has witnessed the trauma of mommy and daddy. They have witnessed. Yeah. And, and, and you have to go in the humility of a believer to let them know that daddy and mommy are in the process of, of becoming better. You are witnessing the, the, the unraveling of, 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 of the flower, the the. the, the the, the, what's coming out of the cocoon will be a butterfly, but it's not right now. Right now it's crawling and eating all the leaves because we're, we're imperfect. But to transform and help people from going from bitter to better, you have to listen first. Then we always talk about honor. Offer genuine praise and recognition. Recognize and celebrate the other person's accomplishments. Acknowledge their unique strengths and talents. Uh, 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 uh. Appreciate their efforts. This can boost their confidence and reinforce their motivation to pursue their purpose. If it's all about your purpose, you're not in a relationship, you're in a dictatorship. If it's a joint purpose, or even if it's two individual persons' purposes that work together, that is ideal, right? Uh, uh, and I'm not talking about the day what has to be a doctor, one has to be. I mean that there's a care and concern that the other people, other person, uh, uh, develops in their in their gifting, as you said on your preaching this weekend, their mantle or or their anointing or their gifting or their or their mm-hmm. purpose. So you want that person through encouragement to. Uh, 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 and warning, right? Because Joe was right that there should be boundaries. There should be boundaries so that uh, there's a avoiding of the increase in trauma. Sometimes people play on your trauma. They will remind you of the past. That's why that didn't work in the past. Or you're just like your daddy. Or you're just like your mom. Or, you know, so mm-hmm. people will do the comparison. It's narcissistic. And the, uh, and, and the comparison uh, uh, well, instead of loving the individual, instead of pulling the plank out of your own eye, you're just trying to yank the, the, the splinter out of their eye so it, it hurts. You want it to hurt. So uh, there's a, there's, there's a, you have to, uh, uh, to, to go from bitter to better. There has to be an uprooting of the bitter. There has to be display and airing out of the bitter. Uh, uh, but it cannot be done with viciousness, nastiness, right? Because the bitter is already nasty. The, uh, the mm-hmm. goal is not for someone else to feel the nasty. 
the is to offload the nasty, right? Put it in the bin. The has the has that the hazardous material is not for the air. Yeah. It's to be pulled. It's to be to be sent away, right? So that's the casting out that we like to talk about in church circles. Oh my goodness, we're yeah. not we, we, we're not getting far, are we? We got to go to a commercial, and we'll be right back. One of the initiatives here at Furthering Fathering is to raise awareness around sickle cell disease. Help us to be a blessing to sponsor 10 kids from ages 7 to 17 to Camp New Hope in July 2023. Brought to you by the Sickle Cell Foundation of Georgia. Registration opens soon with a cost of $150 per child. Help further and father and sponsor at least 10 kids. You can be a blessing today by visiting our website to make a donation at www.furtheringfathering.org. Click the donate button and choose Sickle Cell Camp. Make a donation of any amount, but our goal is to at least raise $1,500, which will cover the cost of 10 kids. The research-based curriculum, Getting to the Heart of Fathers, Five Core Principles Workbook introduces the five core principles of furthering fathering, and it makes them practical. The acronym principles, which form the word H-E-A-R-T, heart, are honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Along with your consultation, the curriculum can be taught in a variation of sessions, virtually and in person according to need. For more, contact us at www.furtheringfathering.org. Email us at info at furtheringfathering.org or call us at 888-380-3370. Haven Church Global, the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit havenchurchofny.org. Let's get the conversation started. Yes, we are excited to be alive. This is Further and Farther the Radio, uh, being the dad or leader that helps to transform bitter to better in others. Yes, we're talking about promoting purpose personally. Yes, so we were in the midst of talking about seven ways, seven ways that you can support people, uh, encourage them to pursue their purpose with honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, training. Uh, uh, um, First was listening actively. Second was offering praise and recognition. That can boost someone. You know, when so, someone in my life told me that I'm a, that you're a good writer, you're a great writer, which now there are books behind that because, you know, I knew I could write because I was writing lyrics, you know, hip-hop songs and spoken word, but, but, but the book, oh, my goodness. But then other people tell you, oh, you can do it. And when other people, it's why you run faster when there's a crowd. Well, that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> and then two, after offering them praise, number three was, all provide constructive feedback. It didn't say constructive criticism. It said constructive feedback. It's different. <laughs> feedback is what they asked you for. Uh-huh. When a person's not well, ready for 
for, for, for high-level criticism, it's going to create conflict, not only for own mind, but between you and them. You have to know when to offer and how to offer critique. If it's not invited, it will be taken as insult. Provide constructive feedback. Offer specific, actionable feedback where the person can improve and grow. Encourage them to reflect on their strengths. If you're constantly reminding them of their negative, they cannot move forward at the speed, power, and veracity necessary to to jump the hurdles. They will always be tripping and hitting their head, tripping on what you said. So provide constructive feedback. Help them to reflect on their strengths and identify areas of, of feedback. Number four, hold them accountable. Set clear expectations and hold them accountable. This can, but you have to earn that. You earn that through honor and encouragement. We said honor, H E A R, hearing, right? So you have to honor first. You encourage next. Then you can hold accountable. If there's no honor and encouragement, it's just combat. Your your attempt to uh, to to supplant or or, or overthrow power. You know, it comes there. So, so honor and encourage first so that there can be truth in the relationship and relationship with truth. This, uh, uh, um, you, you check in with people, check on people. You provide guidance and support. Criticism without guidance and support is just mean-spirited words being said. <laughs> That's right. You're right. Number five is encourage reconciliation. It's the problem-solving part. Help the person resolve Mm -hmm. conflict and build healthy relationships with others. Encourage them to seek forgiveness and offer forgiveness for those who have hurt you a long way. If you model it, then they can see it in action, right? Number six is foster a culture of learning and growth. You, 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 it's be intentional about teaching them what you're good at, teaching them the, the, the successes that you've had, and also the successes that you see. It can't be all negative. Yes, you can give warning, but warning should not be said more than purpose. Don't move forward by constantly hitting the brakes. Don't you mm-hmm. it bother you when you're on the road and you're behind somebody, nobody's in front of them, but the brake lights are always on. <laughs> costing them, they're costing you time and they're costing themselves of maintenance prematurely. <laughs> and number seven, model the behavior that you want to see. You model it, right? You model the behavior you want to see. Lead by example and model the values yeah. and behaviors you want to see. So with that said, with that said, Elder Ron, take, take over for a little while. Talk to us about... Any one of those seven that kind of hit you? I mean, they they all speak to positioning of allow, as it says in Proverbs sixteen nine, and their mm-hmm. heart humans plan their course, but it's the Lord that establishes their steps. Yes. So, in order for you to be able to operate with any sense of stability, any sense of of confidence, any sense of 
of acknowledgement that you can and that you have the ability to and you shall, as I put it in that in that in that lineup. Number one, the person who is you want to help someone and what we call corrective criticism is you mm-hmm. got to be in a comfortable place yourself. Mm-hmm. A person that's not in a comfortable place themselves can't give corrective criticism. Because whatever challenges they have are going to come to the surface and they're going to show up. You can't help well, yourself. It's, unless it's done, if it's done in love, I, I, I want to push back a little bit right there. Because if it's done in love, okay, here's, an, here's a, like, for example that a lot of people use. You know, if there's a, a fire outside the theater and a homeless man comes in and yells, fire, 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 you know, uh, I might li- I'm going to listen to him. <laughs> you know, he, he, I mean, he's smoking and you know, smoke is coming off of him and everything. Like he's yelling, fire, fire, fire. He may not have the ideal conditions of what is called an expert, but, you know, uh, uh, from out of the, the mouth of babes comes perfected praise. So I agree mm-hmm. that if the person is done it, doing it maliciously, if they're doing intentionally, hypocritically, as to divert attention away from their flaws, you're absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a difference in the way somebody. I mean, as to my, our friend said earlier, um, yeah. I too, as you well know, coached for 17 years in basketball, and yeah. one of the things I learned, you can't get. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this: you ain't getting honey out of it out of onion. Why did I say that? If something is bitter, how are you going to get something sweet out of it? So Mm -hmm. in order for you to create an atmosphere to get sweetness out of something, Mm -hmm. you got to address it and deal with it in a way Mm -hmm. that creates, that makes the the sweetness come to the surface. Mm -hmm. So as a coach, I never talk down to a player. Mm -hmm. I always talk to his strengths. I always talk to the person inside through a word of encouragement, which mm-hmm. now opened them to receive from me because they knew when they made a mistake, coach wasn't going to holler at them. Coach wasn't going to, going to talk down to them. I wasn't going to call them out their name. I was going to talk to them in a position where what did I do wrong and what do I need to learn from this so I don't do the same thing again. Mm-hmm. It's within me. Coach is going to stir something up in me that's going to make me recognize it without him even having to tell me. What did yeah. I just do? I gave them corrective criticism, but I also helped them to build a confidence in themselves to know that they can do even more than they thought they'd do. So I'm elevating yeah. them as I'm teaching them. Yeah. But they're learning from a position of mm-hmm. I don't know. So he knows more than I do because he's walked the walk that I'm walking now. And yeah. I see the result that they've given him. And he's been successful with it. And I see what he's doing with other teams he has coached. So I want a part of that. So yeah. the first thing you do before you want to start giving somebody corrective criticism or any kind of criticism is you learn that person. Yeah. You can't just can somebody out there off the top of the head and start telling them what they're not doing right. You don't even know who this person is. You have no right. idea who you're talking to, what they're about, what their likes and dislikes are, where's exactly. their heart located, how does their mind right. work. You have to understand a person somewhat before you can do certain things with them. And that comes when, as a person, you have developed a place of wisdom, mm-hmm. self-control with your life, a large amount of discernment, learned how to be persistent in certain areas, how to be resilient, and most of all, learn patience because, yeah. and have a great idea of what conflict resolution is. 
Because when we say conflict resolution, what it equals to me, it says, which also produces the element of honor. Yes. And creates value that cannot yes. be suppressed. Yes. Two key words, honor yes. and value. Yes. If you yes. value the person you're talking to and if you honor them mm-hmm. as someone that should be honored as a, as a fellow human being that's no different than you, that has everything you have, they just have another level, but you know that they know that you appreciate them for who they are, mm-hmm. they can receive from you. For yes. somebody who comes with, with criticism that's not corrective, a person can't receive from you because you're not coming from a position of the heart. Yes. You're coming from a wicked area. You're projecting your challenges off on them yes. and expecting them to grow from that. What you're doing yes. is you're, you're actually dumbing them down. You're not allowing mm-hmm. the ability in them to show its full face, yes. to come out full yes. force. And, yes. and most of the time we see that, you know, and it comes from learning. You learn from your mistakes so you know not to pass those mistakes on to others. You know, and you yes. said some very value yes. earlier. You said uh, perfect practice, you know, makes for, but you know what? In practice, you can perfect a shot that will never hit go in the rim. But <laughs> it's to you change that way you shoot that ball to the way to the proper form and practice that over and over and over, you perfect it. Amen, amen, amen. There's, there's one last thing that kind of goes with uh, communication, and we, we talked a little bit about it, but as someone who's trying to help someone uh, reach their potential, right, and reach their, there's an investment, and that is providing resources. And here at Further and Father, we provide a lot of resources for dads, for, for families, for uh, 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 we're connecting with churches, especially now, so that we're looking to bless men's ministry. Uh, uh, providing resources encourages people to lead and pursue their purpose by providing the necessary things they need to succeed. Uh, and this includes books, courses, mentors, and even financial support. So check us out at www.furtheringfathering.org. Connect with us. We're trying to connect with men's ministries all over the world to bless them with our curricula, to bless them with our our, our counseling, to bless them with our services. Uh, We look forward to for you connecting with us. Please look us up, www.furtheringfathering.org. Call us at 888-380-3370. Email us at info at furtheringfathering.org. And with that said, we want to say shalom. We want to say we love you. We want, we want to say that, that we want you to meet wholeness and betterment. Pray out really quick. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this incredible time uh, as we talked about getting over the trauma and the drama to get to the purpose and the better, to move from the bitter to the better, to move from futility utility as we you lead us you are the light of the world thank you lord for blessing us with positivity potential and possibility giving us health and strength to do well thank you lord for furthering fathering where fatherhood is elevated families are empowered and communities are transformed by five core principles which spell the word heart h-e-a-r-t and if you listen 
closely, we dealt with the first four, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Yes. So join us next week. Not only subscribe to the radio show, but be a part of the growth of Furthering Fathering. We love you, and we thank you for your victory. In the matchless name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, amen and amen. Until next week, we love you. Be excited to be alive. Shalom. Shalom. Shalom.